Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the No Filtered Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Delitsky. We're here on new audio equipment, so I hope that I sound better. Let me know. But I think it does. Okay, let's get into today's episode. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with this episode, with what I want to talk about. It's been fairly boring news week. I mean, the as I'm recording this now, the Georgia runoff elections are underway, so there's nothing really to say there. Apparently tomorrow the world's going to end because um, uh, some people have found a newfound power to just overturn the election. I, I, brilliant, apparently. I mean, it's it, it's amazing that it took this long to be able to realize that the vice president can overturn the election. One has to wonder why it was only now. We apparently realized that right. So, so you know, that kind of stuff... You know, nothing to speak about right now other than the fact that I hope Georgia goes red and I hope that every senator who votes to contest the election gets voted out. Okay? Clear those two issues up. I'm glad. Anything in the world stage right now? Nothing so interesting. There were some tensions with Iran in the lead up to the anniversary of the death of Soleimani. Soleimani. Nothing there, again, really has happened. So... What are we going to focus on? Well, unfortunately, we're back to silliness. And, yeah, I don't even... It's, like, annoying to do a podcast like this about such a topic because, like, I want to be discussing the world of ideas and I want to be discussing important matters. And then just listen to your, Just listen for yourself. Just, Just listen. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God... Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. A man and a woman. Can we all take a moment to process what just happened? Can we listen to it again? We're going to listen to it again. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. If I do that one more time, I will resort to drinking. So we're going to play it one more time. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. Cheers. Uh, so I, this is a problem, okay? And it's a problem for so many reasons. Let, let's, let, let's just begin with the basics, okay? Amen or amen, if you're, if you're Jewish like myself, is a Hebrew word that has absolutely nothing to do with the word men. It's a transliteration of the Hebrew word. Like... Wouldn't you expect the pastor to know that? Is this, they, like, is they, they, again, been studying Judaic studies my entire life. Can't say that I've studied the pastoral curriculum. I can't imagine that, that that's not known. Can't imagine that they don't know that amen means so be it. It has nothing to do with men. So to say amen and a woman is absolutely 
asinine. So after, I'm just curious. So after after the prayer to open the 117th Congress, did they go work on a woman mince afterwards? Or were people plagued by their uh, a womanal health? Like what's going on here? Where do we draw the line? When does language stop getting manipulated? When does language stop meaning what the words actually mean? Like when, like, like when is that happening? And it's frightening to see such perversion of language happening in the most sacred hall in the United States of America. It's absolutely frightening. But it gets, it gets a bit worse, frankly. The Democratic majority in the House, led by Nancy Pelosi, is, has issued a proposal to eliminate all non-gender inclusive language. So, father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, right? They're going to be placed with. They're going to be replaced with terms like parent, child, sibling, sibling of parent, and you can't say things like the mailman, the fireman, this, that, and the other. It's the mail carrier, or th or this, that, and the other. It's, I mean, it's it's the manipulation of, it's the manipulation of language. Which, before we get into the specific roots behind the manipulation of language when it comes to gender and sex. I mean, the manipulation of language is, by any, by any account of history, is quite totalitarian. If you look at how totalitarian rulers manage to rule in a totalitarian fashion, you will know that two of the first things that they went about doing is, number one, they got rid of the guns, and number two, they manipulated and controlled the language. Mostly, obviously, as we know, by way of propaganda, right? Communism demanded its adherents uphold incredible absurdities. And Orwellian, you know, understandings of doublethink and manipulating language so that words mean what apparently someone said that they meant. For instance, let's take let's take one idea, right? There's a lot of places. The vice president elect, uh, the president elect. Sorry, vice president Biden wants to make his administration the most diverse administration that there is, and we see this not just in the White House, but also with companies across the world, with universities. This push towards racial diversity which somehow omits Asian Americans. So that apparently doesn't mean what it apparently means. The manipulation of language continues, right? Blacks are to be identified by their race with an uppercase B when they are victims of police shootings, but not when they're criminal suspects. Right, a slight, a slight change with very significant results. <sighs> himself and herself, the house proposed himself and herself, they're supposed to be replaced with themselves. 
No more father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle, aunt. Uh, this is where we've become. This this is this is what we've this is what we've come to. Just the utter manipulation of language and the politicization of language. It, it's important, I think, to recognize that just because some people take offense by this language doesn't mean offense was given. Now, just to understand where the trend comes from to remove words that end in men, policemen, firemen, although they don't make it, although they're not a reference to men per se, they're a reference to mankind, to humankind. So, I mean, this comes straight out of, of postmodernism, comes straight out of the understanding of queer theory. And you can take a look at the book Cynical Theories by Helen Pluckrose and James Lindsay for the entire chapter there where this is discussed. But what I want to turn to now specifically is a clip from one of my heroes, Sir Roger Scruton, the great British philosopher, speaking about speaking about this specific phenomenon and how, and oftentimes, this is just a case of people taking offense and not offense being given. Let's listen in. We should remember, however, that offense can be taken even when it has not been given. There are radical feminists who search every innocent remark about women for the hidden sexist agenda. Even using the masculine pronoun in the grammatically sanctioned way, so as to refer indifferently to men and women, can cause offence, and is now being banned on campuses all across America. It is not that you wish to give offence, but you are up against people who are expert in taking it, who have cultivated the art of taking offence over many years, and who are never more delighted than when some innocent man falls into the trap of speaking incorrectly. Typically, huh, couldn't have said it better myself, not least of which is because I don't have his accent. But this is the troubled times that we live in. We live in times where our men gets turned into our woman. And it's a scary idea. It's a scary process. It really is at its root a tyrannical, it's a tyrannical method. It's a tyrannical strategy to force people to think a certain way is to regulate the speech. Orwell taught us that, the history of communism teaches us that, and it should disgust all of us that happening in the greatest chamber in the world, we see the same thing here. So I end, unfortunately, on this sad note. We're in troubled times. We really are. I, I'm, I, I'm not in. I'm, I'm not one of those people who thinks that Armageddon is around the corner. But I've started to think that Armageddon is around the corner. There, there, there needs to be a total reboot of everything that is anything in this country. Some things have, some things have just been pushed way too far to the to to absurdity. I mean. I really believe, I don't, I don't hide my political views on this channel. I know that everyone listening knows that I'm a conservative. But like you have to, you have to recognize that, what, that what's going on is crazy. 
I mean, in all honesty, what's the justification for saying a man and a woman? What is it? I don't know. It's absurd. It's absurd and it's scary. And we should fight for this. We really should. Those of us who love this country and who want us to be better need to fight for the recognition that, number one, changing words and language to be totally gender neutral is destructive, number one. And number two, it's tyrannical. And that's not what we're about. We're much better than that. We're much bigger than that. So hopefully this will just blip on the radar. Hopefully things don't spiral out of control in this regard. And we start running into the absolute destruction of anything that is gendered in the world, which would be a huge problem. Happy to dedicate an episode to that. And hopefully, hopefully this passes. Because it's dangerous for all of us and for the society. It's a sour note to end on. I don't usually like to do that. But I'm just being real with you guys. So thank you very much for listening. I have some interesting episodes planned in the near future, hoping to have a discussion with a friend of mine from my master's program, just a discussion, he himself being an open Democrat, me being a conservative, just to have a nice discussion. We like each other. We're not at each other's throats. And so we're thinking about calling the, the press to listen to a Democratic conservative go to a bar, essentially, and uh, enjoy each other's company. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, folks. This has been the No Filter Podcast. I'm Phil Dolitsky. Have a great day.